Bedford, as we said, going to kick off to begin the second half. It's a short kick, right to left. Fielded at the 26-yard line by Bronchuk, who is hit hard at the 30. And then dropped at about the 31-yard line. A pretty good special teams pop there, Coach. Owen Brown. By Owen Brown to set the tone for Bedford. All right. Merrimack with a 14-0 lead. They're going to come out first and 10 from their own 31-yard line. And, well, a trip to the big championship, of course, is on the line. Super Saturday up at the University of New Hampshire. That'll take place next weekend on Saturday for the championships of both D1, 2, and 3. On first down, handoff left side. Daniil on a sweep to the 30. Can't get the edge, though. Tackled inbounds along the far sideline at about the 31-yard line. Good stop for Bedford by Kyle Lagerquist, the senior linebacker. Sets up a second and nine for the Tomahawks. I'd like to see the Tomahawks. I think they're in their run game, they've done a better job attacking downhill as opposed to running the perimeter stuff. Fake to Eichmann on second down. Throw uh, of the middle. Comp by Daniel for a first down. Spins his way past midfield and into Bedford territory at the 49-yard line. Tackle there by Strickler. Daniel having himself quite an afternoon. Quite coach. an afternoon. Most uh, explosive offensive player on the field. And just then, Grassini, that time, set his feet nice. And beautiful touch pass. No huddle. They hand off on first and 10. Eichmann north-south running right up the gut inside Ball the 45. Come out. To about the 41-yard line, the official saying he was down. Bedford thought they had it, but they rule Eichmann down just shy of the Bedford 40-yard line. So a good pickup on first down to set up second down and two. Well, we've seen Eichmann operate downfield, coach, out of the slot, out of the backfield. That time, no nonsense, downhill running. Yeah, and, that's, and that's what I was looking for out of Merrimack. They've done a much better job downhill. They put Eichmann in motion to the near side, so three to the strong side right on second and two. Now they throw to Eichmann in the near flat. He's going to cut upfield up to 40 and get taken down at about the 37, and that is enough for another Merrimack first down. Got the stick by about a yard or so. Eichmann, the featured man on this drive, the senior, going to now line up slot left as Merrimack keeps their foot on the pedal. Yes, they no do. No huddle again, 14-0, minute gone by third quarter from the Bedford 36. Snap taken. They fake to Daniil. They throw to Eichmann. He's got it over the middle at the 25. Spins his way and is tackled by Canoni at about the 22-yard line. Another first down, and this Merrimack offense clicking right now. Got to love me that slant pass. I love it. <laughs> I loved it when I was a receiver in high school, and right now Grassini play action and just shooting rockets. He's going to get to Daniil now. Daniil is going to cut it off left tackle on first and 10, and... Get taken out just shy of the 20, it looked like. Chopped down there by one of the Bedford defensive linemen. That's Caleb McDonald, the senior. He'll call it a gain of two. Second down and eight. Ball right on the 20-yard line of the Bulldogs. Pressure coming. Snap taken. Back to the ground. Eichmann near side trying to bounce it out. And he's in the 20, inside the 20. Rolls his way down about the 16. Mumpini there on the stop coming up from the... Bedford secondary to make the tackle. Two minutes gone now, third quarter. Huge play right here. Huge play, third down and about four yards to go. Big, big play for the dog defense. It's at the 16-yard line. Bedford trying to force a stop. Merrimack wants to keep it going here in the red zone. Three to the strong side left. Ball in the near hash as Merrimack works left to right, uh, left to right in the shadows, by the way, of the big trees in the background. Grassini throws it out far Ooh. side. Dropped by Eichmann in the flat. Incomplete. 
Second drop today for Eichmann, who stares at the ground. Knew he missed an opportunity there, and now a fourth down coming. Yeah, it looked like he had maybe if he put a move on after the catch, he might have been okay and pick up that first down. No signs of the Tomahawks going for a field goal at all. Fourth down and four. They're going. Yep. Another fourth down attempt. They're going to throw. It's near side. It's caught at the 10 by Vanacek. Hit by Mumpini immediately. He's got it. And, yep, he's got it by a solid yard and a half. First down, Merrimack. I thought that was one of the best throws of the game by either quarterback right there. He set his feet and threw a rocket on a curl route right there. So Merrimack keeps it alive. As the opening drive of this third quarter continues, two and a half gone. Merrimack trying to add to their 14-0 lead here in the semifinals. Snap taken on the near hash, handoff, Eichmann near side. He's at the five, he's hit at the four. He rolls down to about the three-yard line. Out of bounds, knocked down, and spun down by Spencer Adams, who has piled up tackles for Bedford this afternoon. Ball inside the ten-yard line. They're going to mark it at the nine I'm sorry, at the four. four. I'm sorry. Second down and four. Second and goal from the four. Hand off to Neal, left side. Hit in the backfield and then finished off by Canoni. The Bedford captain shooting through the gap and making the tackle in the backfield. It's a loss of one with the forward progress. So it should be third and goal from the five here as the clock continues to move. Now three and a half gone, third quarter. Big stick by Nick Canoni. Hoping not to play in his final game today. Snap taken by Grassini, has time, rolls near side, flag on the play, lets it fly, and it's incomplete. Short, thrown to the near sideline, intended for Vanacek, triple coverage there, Mumpini amongst the Bedford defenders, but again the flag is the big story along the line of scrimmage. And a, I think a big story here is an interesting decision. Do you take the penalty and maybe push them back and out of field goal range? Or do you just say go ahead on fourth and see what happens? Well, we'll see. If the play stands, it'll be fourth and goal from about the, the five-yard line. Five yeah, yard line. But it looks like Bedford is going to accept the penalty here against Merrimack. I think it's a hold, right, Coach? Yes, it was. So the Tomahawks will be backed up ten yards. Third holding penalty against Merrimack this afternoon. 14 nothing is the Tomahawk lead, and now the ball is going to be trotted backwards. How far back? Oh, my goodness. Outside the 20. So 10 yards from the spot. Yes. Going to place it at the 21. So third down and goal from the 21. Merrimack spreads it out five wide now. The Bedford fans stomping in the stands. Handoff left side. Weiser thought about throwing it. Now cuts it upfield and is tackled at the 20-yard line. Nowhere to go. Bulldogs ready there, and they get a big stop. Brian Tebow, the senior. Held down the edge on the far side, made the tackle, and now forces a fourth and goal from the 21-yard line. And again, Merrimack looks like they're going to go for it. Yeah, and again, much like early in the football game, Merrimack driving beautifully, getting deep into the red zone, but then stumbling. Trips left, short side left, coach. Ball on the far hash. Wiser, the lone man of the strong right. Snap taken. Eyes downfield. Grassini lets it fly into the end zone. Leaping catch. Might be offensive, though. Might be offensive. It's McKinnon who came down with it. Or McKillop, I'm sorry. The the big uh, tight end. But, well, let's see. Again, flags in the end zone. And, yep, it's going to be offensive interference. 
Well, McKillop, he's probably the tallest kid on the team. And he may have thrown a body or two off of him yeah. to get to that one. More known for his his play on defense. He's one of the DNs and has stood out all season long, including today. But Look yeah, at a little this. too rough in the end zone there. Trying to get away from Strickler with a shove, but the infraction right in front of the back judge who threw the flag, so no touchdown. They were just on the four-yard line. They're back at the Bedford 36, Yeah, and they're still going for it. Fourth and goal from the 36. Grissini in the pocket, down the seam, incomplete. Looking for Eichmann down the far side seam and just wasn't there. Overthrown, incomplete. Let's see if that gives Bedford a big lift. I mean... If, if anything's going to give them a lift, it's got to be that. They were about to go down 21 nothing. They were uh, had their back, excuse me, they were in the shadow of their own end zone right there, literally the shadows. Speaking of the shadows, Laura Stelchuk is down on the sideline. We'll check in with her in just a moment. Meanwhile, Bedford sets up for a first and 10 from there on 35, trailing 14 nothing. Handoff Leahy, far side, he has the sideline. Midfield dragged down from behind by Daniil. Boy, that wasn't close maybe to a horse collar. Yeah, I was about was, to say, was that a horse collar? It was up near the helmet slash shoulder pad area. Either way, longest run of the day for the Bulldogs. Goes for 21 and a first down, and now and a, flag a flag comes in late. Well, now they sort this really out. Yeah, the official's going to talk about it, and we'll go downstairs to Laura. Laura. Thanks, Nick. When I caught up with Coach Stank from Bedford Ooh. during the half, he's, I asked him a little bit about Merrimack's tough defense. And he said that he just needs to make sure that the, his team is holding their blocks a little bit longer. They have to be ready to, for the cutbacks and execute better in the second half of today's game. So we'll see about that. Back to you. Thank you, Laura. Nick, something was said along that Merrimack sideline because that wasn't a horse collar. That was unsportsmanlike on the bench. That gives Bedford another first down. Now in Merrimack territory at the 30. Robert, though, under siege immediately after the snap. Taken down from behind, but a flag on the play. I don't like all these flags. I know you don't either. You know, this is about the sixth if they call holding, and they yep. do. Yep. It's the sixth holding call. Let the kids play a little bit. Yeah, especially in a playoff game. A lot of flags today. The good news, I suppose, is that it's been against both teams, yeah. and it's been fairly cons- it's been fairly consistent in terms of what they're looking for. We've seen holds on the run and on the pass plays, but I don't know. Tough, tough to get a gauge, I guess, uh, if you're a player, right? Yeah, absolutely. It's a playoff game. I, I got to say, let them play a little bit, unless these are blatant takedowns. But Bedford just had tremendous momentum. They had yep. a defensive stand. They were aided by a couple of penalties, certainly the, the offensive P.I. that took a touchdown off the board. Right, so Merrimack has a gripe as well. Four receivers set and a mile to go on <laughs> first and ten, uh, first and 28. Throw over the middle for Hussain. Incomplete to Neal right on his backside. Reached over his right shoulder with his right arm. Reached over the intended target's right shoulder. And, Coach, he's got those long arms. And that's about as good of a play at the free safety spot as you're going to see. Absolutely perfect timing, great technique. And he was going up against one of the best in the state in Sharuk Hussein, who's been quiet today. Yeah. Very quiet. Yeah, just one catch that came on Bedford's opening drive. Hussein now slot left along with two others. Near side, they've got three. That's the strong side as they take a snap to the far side hash. Robert now got a run, goes into the second level, but is wrestled down immediately by Avery Paulson, the senior. Little undersized linebacker, 
making a big man's tackle there in the open field. And now third down, about 25, facing the Bulldogs. They trail 14-0 as we slowly move towards the midway point of this third quarter here in the D1 semifinals. That's because Merrimack's opening drive took the better part of five minutes. So tell you what, big play right here for the Bulldogs. No question about a third and a country mile. Bulldog fans making noise in the stands. So is Merrimack. Robert now going to throw as Leahy far side to the sideline. He goes inside the 40 and half steps his way out of bounds at about the 37-yard line. Well short of the first down marker, which stands at the 20. So fourth and 17, Bulldogs set to punt. They trail 14-0. And Merrimack set to get the ball back with a two-touchdown lead as we enter the midway point of the third quarter. Yeah, I'm sure the crowd doesn't understand why they're punting from the 37-yard line, but they're looking to punt, pin them deep, look for a turnover, something to get them going. They've got a great defense. Good punt. Kick away by Crowley. It's a good one. It'll land inside the 10 ah. and roll into the end zone. Well, Bedford a little disappointed. Maybe they couldn't get there on the coverage. Fielded in the end zone by Mumpini off the second bounce. And it'll be touched back and brought out to the 20. Merrimack will take over. Justin Grassini, two touchdown passes in the first half. One to Danny Vanacek, the other to Justin Weiser. He also threw three interceptions before halftime, but his team leads 14-0, and here he comes. Set to begin his second, second-half drive. Two receivers each way, a three-man rush. Throw is out. It's far side. It's Eichmann who leaves his feet to make the grab about a yard shy of the first down. Pulled it in over Strickler despite pretty good coverage. Set up a second and one at the 29. It's what I'm seeing right now. Eichmann, Daniil, Vanacek, Weiser. Weapons. Yep. Hand off inside. Eichmann going to bounce it near side then cut it back up the middle. Oh, And be tackled at about the 35-yard line. Again, a late flag is out. Thrown in the backfield, and it's going to be a push in the back against Merrimack. The Bedford student body standing to my left, all in black. Enjoying that one. So Canoni, the Bedford captain, going to accept the penalty and back up the Tomahawks. And as we just talked about, Coach, some of these penalties along the line of scrimmage haunting both teams this afternoon. Absolutely haunting both teams, and it's hard really for either offense to get in any kind of flow. The wind howling, although it was more gusty last night than it has been today. Sun is out here. Shadows beginning to stretch in the north end zone out all the way to the 40. Meanwhile, on the sunny side of the field, working left to right, Merrimack, after the penalty, faces a second down and 10. Daniil is in motion. They fake to him. They throw over the middle. It's intercepted at the 30-yard line. Picked off by Spencer Adams, who makes his way inside the 20 and has wrestled down at about the 18-yard line. Adams, after making several tackles in that first half, has himself an interception here in the third quarter. And can we say the fourth, the fourth interception of senior quarterback Justin Grassini. Very ill-advised throw, looking for the slant ball right there. Threw it right to the Mike Backer. The big fella with a big pick. And a decent return sets up Bedford inside the Merrimack 20. Red zone time for the first time today. Hand off to the big back, Tierney. He goes right 
through the middle, inside the 15, and lowers his right shoulder at about the 11-yard line. Feed the horse. He's going to give him a spark. The way he's been running, he's only had four carries to this point. I really think they got to feed Sean Tierney. Yeah, it's been Tierney and Leahy who have handled the ball along with Robert, the quarterback. This time, Tierney the lone back to the left of Robert. He's got three receivers, two to the right. Handoff on second down, back to Tierney. Inside he goes. Down to about the six-yard line. Tackled there by McKillop and company. That'll be close to a first down. It'll depend on what bought it. Meanwhile, Merrimack trying to say the ball came loose. It was actually Paulson who clears the pile with the football in hand, the linebacker, but officials say no. Yep, it's first down, and Tierney was down well before the ball came out. So first and goal. First trip inside the 20 today by the Bulldogs. It comes with four and a half to go third quarter. They're down 14-0, and here comes this Bedford crowd. Two receivers, strong side right, halfback to the left of the quarterback who takes the snap, going to run left. Hit at the five and drags his man down about the three-yard line inbounds. Tackled by Bronchuk. So he may be all the way down to the two. Yeah, they're going to give him the two. You're right, coach. Spot the ball right on the two-yard line. On the near hash as Bedford goes right to left in their black jerseys. Trying to get on the board and make this a one-score difference. Student body standing united behind them. Two receivers right side. Tierney again the back. Robert calls his own number. Goes left side into the end He's zone. In. Touchdown, Bedford. That'll get the crowd going here in Bedford. Bulldogs needed that one. The junior, Robert, swarmed by his teammates. And just like that, it's a one-score difference yet again. 14-6. Extra point on the way with now under four minutes to go in the third quarter. Just a strange game. I mean, a game that I think Merrimack should be well up on the scoreboard. And it's out to, it's a one-score game at this point. Extra point Ooh. on the way and partially tipped, but good. Crawling over the crossbar. It did. It just cleared the crossbar by about a foot. <laughs> and also snuck in the right upright to boot. But it's good. Connor Crowley, the junior, will take it. 14-7 Merrimack. So the Bulldogs finally turn a Merrimack interception into points and are right back in the football game. Right back in the football game, and they did it with the with the ground game right there. They didn't fool around. They made the interception. The big fella, 53 linebacker Spencer Adams, giving them all kinds of momentum. They used Sean Turney to bulldog his way, no pun intended, down towards the goal line. And then their great junior quarterback, Connor Robert, Took it in from there. They're back in it, Nick. That's got all the faithful smiling. Even the athletic director, Bill Whitmore, down there. <laughs> the smooth cool. one. He's, he doesn't crack too many smiles, <laughs> but I think I just caught one on his face there a moment ago. That was offside, no call. Meanwhile, this kick is a squib. Mishandled by Eichmann, then fielded at the 15 by Weiser, who makes his way past the 25 all the way up to the 30 before being tackled from behind by Lagulin. So... A good return, and Merrimack with good starting field position. First and 10 from their own 31, they lead 14-7. I I do expect Merrimack to stay aggressive. Their game is downhill running and throwing the intermediate routes and then every now and then taking a vertical stab down the field. I do not expect them to get conservative here. Two receivers each side. Now Daniil in motion 
From near side to far, they fake to him. Grassini rolls far side, throws, caught by Eichmann near the stick, and wrestled down by the defender Lagerquist, who flung him around a little bit towards the end of that tackle. Little life on this Bedford sideline right now. They were down, they were down, they weren't out, but they were down for quite a while. A little bit more life in the defense, too, even though they give up a nine-yard gain to Eichmann. Yeah, the coaching staff. A little more animated. Yeah, I was about to say, waving their arms here on the near sideline. Second down and one, however, from Aramac. As they look to move left to right, leading 14-7. Handoff to Kelly, hit immediately. But he may have been flung forward and thus may have picked up the first down. Tackled there by Tebow. But they do give Kelly the yard and Merrimack a fresh set of downs. Big first down, nice response. Now they've got themselves some super field position out on their own 43-yard line. 14-7 Merrimack, three minutes to go, third quarter. First and ten from their own 43. Three receivers to the strong side right, snap taken. Going to roll right, Grissini eyes downfield, throws wide open as Vanacek. He makes the catch at midfield and is tackled around the waist, inbounds along the near sideline by Mumpini. That is a solid pickup, Coach, in Bedford territory, but shy of the first down. It'll be second down about two. I was about to say, when I said, look at this kid, the coverage was so soft right here, right along the Bedford sideline. Grissini had all day to find Vanacek. Mumpini's given him about eight yards here on this play of cushion. They go right back to him. Catch made at the 45. Ball is out and then out of bounds. Is it a catch? I thought it was a catch, and maybe Mumpini jarred it loose with that left hand. It seemed to me in real time that was a catch, and the officials, I think, are going to agree. Yes. And give Merrimack the benefit of the doubt. So they'll give him a first down. And plays the ball at the 44-yard line near hash. They lurk left to right, leading 14-7. Handoff inside to Daniil, who comes from the slot, Ooh. spins his way down to the 40 for being taken down by Adams, who registers yet another tackle for Bedford. Inside of two minutes now, third quarter. One touchdown difference here in the Division I semifinals. The winner goes to UNA. Daniil tapping out right here. You're right. He's either real tired or he just drops to any. I thought something might have happened. Yeah. They get the sub on the field. He's taken some shots today, Yeah, he coach. has. And he was at one point in the second quarter slow to get up after a hit and now is crouched down on one knee on the far sideline. Not good for Merrimack. They're going to throw to Bronchuk, his replacement, in the flat far good side. Move. Makes a man miss at the 40. And it's tackled around the 35-yard line. That's close to a first down. Adams again in pursuit, able to make the tackle. Gee, that's a big play by Bronchuk coming off the bench like that. Catching a bubble, dipping outside, bouncing it back inside. Third down and less than one. Two receivers each side. Ball at the bet for 35. Handoff inside Eichmann. He's got it. Lowers Ooh. his shoulder at the wow. 30. And boy, there's a boom there at about the 29-yard line. Is that Adams again? He got ripped around the neck, it looked like. No horse collar, but boy, a high tackle. Yeah, both Adams and Lagerquist combining there. And I think Lagerquist came in high. No call, though. Inside of a minute now. 14-7 Merrimack, third quarter. Two receivers each side. Snap taken from the far hash. Throws near side. Danny's got it on a leaping grab. Tackled midair by Lumpini. At about the 25, maybe the 26. Short gain of three or four. Again, soft coverage right there by Mumpini and Vanacek taking advantage. They're going to take that five yards all day long. Yeah, he's it's a glorified him, run play. He's giving him eight. Eight yards of cushion, as we talked about. Down to 25 seconds and counting. 
Second down and five. Grassini going to throw near side into the end zone. Batted Ooh. away incomplete by Mumpini. He had the inside position coach intended for Vanacek and another good defensive play. Mumpini, who has two interceptions to his name, may have just saved a touchdown there for Bedford. Absolutely. Nearly come up with his third pick of the game. We were picking on a little bit about soft coverage, but maybe that's why he's playing soft coverage. Do not give up the home run ball over the top. Lucene, just a sophomore, getting tested with one of the better receivers in the entire state in Vanacek. Watch Janiel here over the middle. They love that play action. Meanwhile, whistle and timeout. Merrimack going to use their first timeout of the second half to talk things over. It comes with 17 seconds to go in the third quarter. And the Tomahawks leading the Bulldogs 14-7. Of course, the winner moves on to championship Saturday at UNH. All three championship games, of course, will be broadcast live here on ESPN New Hampshire. We've got coverage beginning at 9 a.m. with the New Hampshire High School football show. They'll be up there in Durham. Division Three championship comes your way at 11 a.m. The D2 final will be heard as well at 2 p.m. And then the D1 final. Between the winner of this game and the winner of Exeter versus Nashua North will be the crown jewel, so to speak, of the triple header at 6 o'clock. All those games heard live as we go wall-to-wall, about 12-hour coverage next Saturday, beginning at 9 a.m. here on ESPN New Hampshire. Well, the Bedford crowd, the student body, the cheerleaders, and now some players on the sideline trying to make this place go icky-balooky. And they need a big stop here on third down. Crowd getting loud. Third and five from the Bulldog 24. Merrimack looking to keep the drive alive. Pass is tipped and incomplete. Tried to set up the screen to Eichmann. But that one broken up by Jalbert who got his left hand on the pass. Incomplete. Fourth and five now. With 13 seconds remaining third quarter. Fourth and five from the Bedford 24. And as expected, the offense stays on the field. As they always do, they love going for it inside of midfield. Bedford pounding the bleachers on fourth and five. Near side, Vanacek spins away from a tackler near side. First down inside the 10 to the five to the four. Jackal from behind by Shabarik and Canoni. Vanacek shook the coverage, spun to his right and picked up the first down and sets up now a first and goal. Huge fourth down conversion by Merrimack. And that is how we will end the third quarter. Tomahawks, they see their lead cut in half in that third quarter, but they'll be knocking on the door to begin the fourth. 14-7 after three. A trip to the championship game on the line. Will it be Bedford or will it be Merrimack? We begin to find out on the other side here on ESPN New Hampshire. Tune in, ESPNNHradio.com, and of course, NSNSports.net. Nashua Marine is a proud supporter of Merrimack High School football as they take on Bedford today. Owner Chris Sandow and the entire crew at Nashua Marine wish the Tomahawks the best of luck in their quest for a state championship. And they also remind boat owners that now is the time to get your boat winterized and shrink-wrapped. Do you have mechanical, structural, or electrical problems? Get your boat repaired during the off-season at Nashua Marine. And if you need a safe spot for your boat this winter, Nashua Marine offers storage too. Nashua Marine, online at nashuamarine.com. Tuscan Kitchen can be embodied in one word, passion. You can come in and enjoy a beautiful artisan Italian meal. You can sit at the wine bar and try one of 400 different wines. 
your beautiful selection of handcrafted Italian pastries, uh, all of the homemade pastas are available to take home. Simple, fresh ingredients, time-honored scratch preparation. It really is as simple as that. Come see us at Tuscan Kitchen in Burlington. We can't wait to celebrate our passion for artisan Italian with you. local high school sports coverage period. Keep it here on ESPN New Hampshire at ESPNNHradio.com. Are you ready? The Beals Insurance Scoreboard, brought to you by Beals Insurance Agency, with locations now in Bedford and Londonderry. Visit BealsInsurance.com. All right, very quickly, Interlakes at Bishop Brady. Bishop Brady leading 21-14 at the half. Also in Division Three, Manadnock over Stevens 21-6. That's a halftime score. In Division Two, Bo leading Hanover 24-7. That's in the third quarter. Also in Division Two, a potential upset alert. Plymouth leading Wyndham 10-6. And then in Division One, Exeter leading Nashua North 20-13 after three quarters of play. And in our game of the week, Merrimack leading Bedford after three quarters 14-7. Your Beals Insurance scoreboard update is brought to you by Beals Insurance. Whether you need home, auto, or business insurance, Beals Insurance will get you the pricing and quality coverage that is right for you. Call Steve at 603-471-9999 or visit BealsInsurance.com today. Fourth quarter, Bedford, Merrimack. Back to you. Nick? Thank you, Chris. While we're away, touchdown number three. Joe Eichmann from three yards out scores on a second and goal for Merrimack. Extra point mishandled as the snap was a little low and the holder, Ryan Fournier, was taken down in the backfield. So, six more for Merrimack. Their two-score lead is reestablished on the scoreboard. And with 30 seconds gone in this fourth quarter, it's 20-7 to in favor of the Tomahawks. Meanwhile, like- on the field, we have an injured player. That's a Bedford Bulldog down on the far sideline. Yeah, I couldn't catch a number, Nick. But he's been down for, for about 40 seconds or so, lying flat on his back. Players taking a knee on both sides. Nick Anastas, Coach Bellevue, Laura Stelchuk, Adam Buskey, along with the New Hampshire sports pages, Pete Terrier and John Testy. We're simulcasting and streaming live on nsnsports.net as well. So you can catch out or you can check the live video at nsnsports.net. You can check out the highlight videos on newhampshiresportspage.com. And, of course, you can listen to the archived radio broadcast on SoundCloud slash ESPNNH. Our coverage brought to you by the New Hampshire Orthopedic Center, where we keep bodies in motion. Visit NHOC.com by the Bedford Ambulatory Surgical Centers. Bask now with new imaging options. Check out more information online at BedfordSurgical.com and at BaskImaging.com. By Apple Therapy, proud supporters of the Apple Therapy Student Athlete of the Year Scholarship Program, One senior boy, one senior girl will win a $2,500 scholarship to help pay for their college education. Nominate your son or daughter today at ESPNNHradio.com or find out more information at AppleTherapy.com. Of course, by Grove Rental. At Grove Rental, they specialize in taking the time necessary to answer all of your questions for all of your equipment rental needs. Their staff has years of combined experience in tool rental and equipment rental so they can offer expert advice and time-saving tips. Call 603-622-9611, 622-9611, or visit their website, groverental.com. By Tuscan Kitchen, authentic Italian cuisine, two locations now in both Salem, New Hampshire, and Burlington, Mass., and, of course, our friends at Nashua Marine as well. 
get your boat winterized, and let the experts at Nashua Marine help you do it. Meanwhile, the Bedford player still down, still waiting a number, and that's got the entire Bulldog sideline here on the near side with their heads down and their knees on the ground. A golf cart is now being driven out by the training staff. The folks here at Safe Sports Network, Laura Coster and Company, are really the best in the state at what they do, and that's keeping kids safe and healthy. And Well, good sign is at least the player is now sitting up. And may have taken a high shot. Is that Jalbert there, the linebacker? I think so. Kyle Jalbert, the DN slash outside linebacker, gets a round of applause from this crowd as he makes his way onto the golf cart and will be taken out. Meanwhile, an update from the D2 semifinals. Wyndham now extends, I'm sorry, Plymouth leading Wyndham. Got to double check that. 17 <laughs> 6. As that the game in Wyndham, our own uh, Sam Lewick is there. He'll give us a recap after the game. But, yeah, an upset in the making as the D2, the only D2 undefeated squad in Wyndham, trailing Plymouth in the semifinal 17-6 at about the midway point of the third quarter. Meanwhile, Jalbert, good to see him okay. Just saluted the crowd here as the golf cart drove by on the near sideline. He's sitting in it and now is joined by his teammates. Merrimack, meanwhile, getting ready to kick this one off right to left. 30 seconds into this fourth quarter. Tomahawks with a 20-7 lead. The bounce is going to be fielded at about the 15-yard line. And up is Smith past the 40 to about the 42-yard line. Good return there. Colby Smith, the senior, who has played a pretty big role this year for the undefeated Bulldogs. Touches the football for the first time right. today. And has a great return out to the Bulldog 42-yard line. Yeah, over the last couple of years of me doing some Bedford games, I've called his number a lot, yeah. but not today. Yep. He's out there in the slot now, left side, and a four-receiver set, two to each side, Bedford on first and ten. They're going to throw over Ooh. the middle, and that one's incomplete. Intended for Hussein, but a little high and maybe a little behind there from Connor Robert. Yeah, a little too much hot sauce on that one right there by Connor Robert. Trying to hit that slant ball to Hussein. They needed that. He was open. Nonetheless, Coach, they're down two scores now. More likely to throw here in this fourth quarter, and that's what you were calling for. Good field position to do it right here. Let's see if they do it on second and ten from their own 42. Merrimack rushes four. Robert on a design run goes nowhere. It hasn't Maybe worked a all yard. Day. Yeah, he was tackled low in the hole by Adam Thornton, the linebacker. Good stop there by the Merrimack senior. Allowing Robert only a yard. Third down and nine now. Bedford trailing 20-7. to seven. Minute gone, fourth quarter. Three receivers, strong side left. One to the right. Snap taken by Robert. Looking, looking, throwing down the middle. And caught by Smith at the Merrimack 34-yard line. Hit midair and tackled immediately by Bronchuk. Well, Smith coming alive on the drive, Coach. He had the good return, and now a big third-down conversion. Oh, that's a huge third-down conversion. Connor Robert standing down the face of the rush, staring down the face of the rush. And how about that catch by Colby Smith? Kid's a playmaker. they got to get him involved. Robert only three completions in the first half for Bedford. 
needing to find some success through the air in this second half, and he comes up with a big third down play. Now first and 10 from the Merrimack 35. He's going to go deep down the near sideline. Jump ball and incomplete inside the five. A one-on-one jump ball intended for Liam Green, the senior. Good coverage there by the Merrimack defender, Ryan Fournier. It'll set up second down and 10. Fournier coach with him step for step on that one and had the inside position, it looked like. Yeah, absolutely great position by Fournier. Liam Green, another big play player whose number we haven't called at all today. Yep. Yeah, he's been out here to the right side and only, I think, two targets or maybe one. Second and ten. They're going to throw again. Deep far side and that one knocked away incomplete. Vanichuk. Almost basketball rejection style. Sends that one out of bounds with the right hand. Intended again for Smith there, I think, on a post. And now a third down. And 10 coming from the Merrimack 35-yard line. Some of the same names we're calling on offense and calling weapons for Merrimack are yep. getting it done in the secondary. Yep. Yep, Daniil Eichmann and Vanichuk all in coverage for Merrimack. Third and 10 from the Merrimack 35. Robert looking over the middle, high and incomplete. Knocked away by Daniil, the defender, intended for Smith over the middle. The Merrimack fans liking it to our right. Fourth down and 10 for Bedford. Bedford's got to go for it here. They've got to. But i got to tell you, Daniil, once again, tremendous technique on that play, tremendous inside position, and close. He closed beautifully. Colby Smith went up and almost made a heck of a play, he though. He did. Fourth and 10. Bedford going to go for it. Fans on both sides coming awake. Three receivers right, one left. Snap taken by Robert. Going to roll to the near side. Plants, fires, and incomplete. Looking for Hussein at about the 25-yard line. Double coverage. Merrimack gets the stop they need. I believe batted away by the defensive back, Tristan Wood, the sophomore for the Tomahawks. And Merrimack is going to take over first and ten. With just under two minutes gone by in this fourth quarter, leading Bedford 20-7. to I know Bedford didn't come away with points there, but they were able to move the ball after a good return. They were able to take some shots over the middle of the football field. They get the ball back. I, I think they need to approach it the same way. There's Justin Grassini. putting in motion on first and ten. Hands it to him, and now a flag. And a whistle will blow this start. one dead. False start against the Tomahawks. Both teams have been penalized today. A lot. <laughs> Merrimack perhaps more so than Bedford at this point. That'll cost them five. It'll back them up to their own 30 and set up a first and 15. Meanwhile, the offense trying to regroup on the Bedford sideline. Head coach Derek Stank with a number of assistants trying to put in some work. Meanwhile, on an incomplete pass... We don't have a flag. But the Merrimack crowd really wanted a flag. They wanted a defensive holding, and they're not going to get it on a ball thrown to, I think, Vanacek. Yeah, Grassini rolled to his right and let it go quickly to Vanacek. Incomplete. Second and 15. Again, two minutes into the fourth, 20-7 to Merrimack. Merrimack showing no interest in letting the clock tick away with a ground game. Three down linemen for Bedford, four receivers. Merrimack snap taken. Quick throw near side. Caught by Weiser. No, oh. dropped. 
Added his hands for a second, tried to pull that one in over his head. And again, Coach trying to turn up field, couldn't secure the football, incomplete third and 15. Yeah, Weiser trying to make a play before he had possession of the ball right there. That's two or three times in this game that that's happened. 20-7 Merrimack. Facing a third and 15. Bulldogs trailing by two scores. Need to get their defense off the field. Snap taken. Going to go deep down the far sideline. And Mumpini has the interception for Bedford. Number three. Turns around and now goes down the far sideline. He's at midfield. He's at the Merrimack 40. And he's tackled uh. inbounds in front of the Merrimack bench. Flag on the play on the return. They called the block in the back. I, I really think it was clean. We've seen a number of... A little bit of everything, Coach. We've seen holding on run plays, holding on pass plays, shot blocks, pass uh, blocks in the back. And I think we just saw the latter here, as you said. Either way, it's going to be turnover number five for Merrimack. Five interceptions by Grassini, wow. yet the Tomahawks lead 20-7. to seven. Crazy. Crazy. You'd think a quarterback throw five interceptions in a semifinal game and be up two scores right. late. Yeah, the Merrimack defense has played well today. They held Bedford to three consecutive three and outs to begin the football game. And have only surrendered seven points to this point. Bulldogs, after another punt, back on the field. The defense, however, has kept them in the game. They've turned over Grassini, as we said, five times. Quick throw on first down. Shabarik with the catch. Spun around, tackled inbounds. Along the Merrimack sideline, far side of the field, past the 40. At about the Bulldog 41-yard line. Gain of five on first down, second and five. Two and a half gone, fourth quarter. Now Bedford in the no huddle. Four receivers, three right. Snap taken. Robert looking. Now the pocket collapsing, and he's in trouble. And down he goes. McKillop! Again, from his defensive end position. The big senior. Who's had about a half dozen tackles today, Coach. That's his first sack. A loss of three, third and eight now. Bulldogs keep the offense on the field. No huddle. Two receivers each side. Merrimack showing blitz. They bring five. Robert, though, has time. Steps outside the pocket. Far side. Throws it all along the far sideline. Caught by the tight end. He's out of bounds. Shy of the first down marker. Second catch for Harrison Lagulion, the sophomore. Do Does they go? Do they go here? He got positive yards, but well shy. Yeah, you're right. Fourth and four. Robert trotting to the near side, getting the play and going back to the huddle. So the offense is going to go for it. Big play. I mean, huge play. Just right over here. three minutes from, uh, gone by in the fourth quarter. 20-7 to seven, Merrimack. Bedford starting to run out of chances, trying to make their most here on fourth down. Merrimack brings the blitz. Robert throws. Oh, caught oh, by oh. Shabarik. It's a first down. Tackle from behind at midfield by Bronchuk. Beautiful catch and a nice throw by Robert. Much needed fourth down conversion there for Bedford. Noah Shabarek coming from the left. Split end position, run a little skinny slant. What a throw by Robert. That's Beautiful dart right there. Yep, put That's it out. The biggest play of the game for Bedford offensively right there. Put it out in front of the six-footer. And Shabarek pulled it in. 20-7. to seven. Three and a half gone. Hand off left side, Tierney has room off left tackle. And hit in Merrimack territory at about the 45-yard line. Meanwhile, Shabarek is a little wounded. After throwing a pretty good block down the far sideline, he's going to stay in the game. Second down and five. Bulldogs hurrying to the line of scrimmage. They send three receivers right. 
Robert with Tierney to his left, takes the snap. Quick throw and a quick slant caught again by the <laughs> tight end who spins his way inside the 40 and down inside the 35-yard line. Tackle from behind by Mumpini. Or sorry, by uh, Fournier, yep. And again, Lagulian, second catch of the drive, third of the ball game. Here He's comes Bedford, good. down 27, four minutes gone, fourth quarter. No huddle, snap taken first and 10. Robert with time, throws downfield. By Usain along the near sideline, inside the 10, and he's down inside the five-yard line. Touchdown saving tackle there by the coverage man, Fournier. But there is Sharuk Usain, Bedford's uh, really star slot receiver who, Coach, you said we haven't called his name much, but a big catch there. Yeah, I'm just waiting for him to get himself in this football game, and he's got to have the ball thrown in his direction. It has been, but Merrimack's been tough defensively on him. Tight end right side, two receivers left, snap taken. Robert going to run right side and run right into the end zone for a touchdown. The junior celebrates in the back corner with his teammates. Bedford again gets back in the football game. A one-score difference. Merrimack still leading 20-13, to but a Bulldog extra point is on the way. I just, I, I'm in shock. It's It's been a game where... That, that, was like, a, that was a good-looking drive. Oh, that was a tremendous drive, yeah. especially after the third interception by uh, the Lucian Mumpini in the fifth on the day by Grassini. Right. Meanwhile, extra point is blocked. A low kick from Joey Aiello, the junior, and the right-footed Bulldog couldn't get it over the top of the oncoming rush from the Merrimack special team. So we've seen an extra point drive fail each way, and as a result... A 20-13 score is up on the board in favor of Merrimack with just over four minutes gone by in this fourth quarter. Yeah, that's the second time Bedford going for the extra point. It's had kind of a, a little bit of a sloppy operation. The first time they were able to just knuckle it over the crossbar, barely inside the right upright. Right then the kicker had no shot. I think the snap bounced back. So 20-13, to 13, a seven-point difference, still plenty of time. And Bedford going to kick left to right coming up in just a moment. Again, great turnout here crowd-wise. 5,000, I think? I don't know. It's got to be close. And the allegiances are worn on the sleeve today, whether it's been the blue and white of the visiting Tomahawk faithful or the hometown fans in black and red for Bedford. High kick, Daniil going to return for Merrimack to the 25, cuts it up to the 30, and is wrapped up and driven down from behind at about the 35-yard line. Tackle made by Smith. Good return. Tomahawks back on the field. Grassini, a mixed bag today for the record holder. The senior with two touchdown passes, numbers 42 and 43 on the season, which is the most in a single season by any high school football player ever. But five interceptions has allowed the Bulldogs to hang around here, trailing only by seven. Grassini and company, this vaunted senior class who have played together since 2009, trying to get to the title game. Hand off on first and ten, Daniil tiptoes his way through the hole, lowers his shoulder at the 40, and ends up picking up about five for the Tomahawks there on first down. You would think, you would think with a seven-point lead, the Tomahawks would be looking to ground and pound right here and with that downhill running style bringing your slots in motion and into the backfield you would think 
Trying to run some clock as we move towards five minutes gone, fourth quarter. Now Grassini slowing things down a little bit. Looks over his right shoulder. Coach Jackson puts a man in motion. It's Bronchuk. Hands to him after the snap, and he's driven down in the backfield. About a yard loss there. Somebody just won their matchup up front, Coach. 58-59. That's Jacob Gregson, the senior. Yeah, he's a good player. Real good player playing over the nose, playing nose guard right now. Yep, in a 3-4. Third down and six. Watch out for Vanacek. 39, the Bedford fans again stomping on the stands, and we can hear it vibrating up here. We can feel it. Quick throw over the middle, and a dart is caught by Weiser at about the 48-yard line first down. Boy, that was a laser on the slant route there from Grassini. Grassini with five picks on the day, showing no fear to throw the slant ball. Right down the heart of the Bedford defense. Coming up with a midway point, fourth quarter. Merrimack with a 20-13 lead. They've got the ball and a fresh set of downs at their own 48-yard line. Ball on the near hash is on Tomahawks in white. Work from right to left. Two on each side. Now Eichmann in motion to the far side. Snap taken. They hand it to him, and they blow the play dead. The officials throw the flag. It's about the fifth or sixth false start on the Hawks. Yep. Another penalty will hurt Merrimack. So first and 15 coming. It's the way they're timing up that motion with the movement of the offensive line. It's it's about the fifth or sixth time they've, they've on that particular kind of motion that they've had false starts. Well, now it looks like we're seeing a substitution yeah. up front. Merrimack going to take out one of their guards. It might be an equipment issue. Jason uh, Terrio going to take his helmet off and take a look at it. The officials allowed him time there. All right, first and 15. Quick throw near side. It's low. It's caught by Weiser on a shoestring, but wrapped up and driven out of bounds immediately. Lagerquist and Canoni were there for Bedford. A minimal gain of two. Short gain of two. Second and 13 coming. Past the midway point now, fourth quarter. Tomahawks by a touchdown, 20 to 13. Grassini issuing orders along the line of scrimmage. Puts Eichmann in motion. Takes the snap. Hand to Eichmann. Eichmann on a stretch play to the far side looking for the edge. Plants his foot at the 40. Cuts it back to the line of scrimmage but is dropped there. No gain. Yep. A long way to run for no gain. Third down. Merrimack will take it though, coach, as that clock continues to move. We're down to five minutes. Huge play here for Bedford, trying to get their defense off the field on third down and 13. Snap taken by Grassini. Merrimack's quarterback with time, rolls to the far side. Still has time. Now comes back to the near side on a deep throw. It is caught by Eichmann. A sliding catch for a first down. He was able to beat Lagerquist and pull it in as he came to the turf. Grassini rolled all the way to his right. Hash mark threw back across his body after directing Eichmann up the field. There was some contact on the play, but inadvertent, they let it go. Yep. Good call. I agree with it. Huge first down for the Hawks. Wow. And a dagger to Bedford there as the clock continues to roll. Four and a half to go. Fourth quarter. Tomahawks now taking their time at the line of scrimmage, leading 20 to 13. Eichmann in motion, and now somebody jumped up front for Merrimack. Right tackle, the, the replacement. 76, that was uh, James Murray. I think he false started. Yeah, the big junior who 
as you pointed out, just came in. Replacing the starter, Jason Terrio, who I think is having a helmet issue on the sideline. Either that or he might be bleeding, coach. I think they're actually patching him up yeah. over there on the far side. Down to four minutes. Merrimack in no hurry, leading 20-13, facing a first and 15 from the Bedford 42 after the penalty. High snap, handoff, inside run. Eichmann breaks the <laughs> tackle. He's at the 35, and he's finally mowed down at about the 32-yard line. Eventually brought down by Schaberick, but how about the power running from Eichmann, who continues to really produce for Merrimack. He's done it from the slot as a receiver, and he's done it out of the backfield as a runner as well. Yeah, he should have been stopped right there for a minimal gain, kept his feet going, picked up a big seven, eight yards. Sets up a second and, and five, actually closer to ten, maybe second and six here. From the Bedford 32, Merrimack by seven, clocked for King. We're coming down to three minutes. Snap taken by Grassini, handoff to Kelly. Hit in Whoa. the hole and dropped left side for no gain. That's Spencer Adams again, who along with the big D lineman, I think, Coach, wrapped him up, Caleb McDonald. Third and five coming. Actually looks like more like third and three. Watch the soft coverage over there on the top of the top of the field with yeah. Vanacek. Third and three from the 30. They got to get to the bed for 27. Two receivers each side. The Bulldog students again stomping in, this, in the bleachers. Man in motion. Daniil. They give it to him. He goes up the gut. He's met Ooh. in the hole and he drags Adams with him down to about the 27 Move and the they change. give him the first down. Yep. Power running there for Merrimack. And a first down. And now a whistle. And now a timeout by Bedford. That is the first issued timeout by the Bulldogs in the second half. So the left, two left. And the timeout, more importantly, stops the clock with 2.38 to go in this fourth quarter. Merrimack, who has led throughout, leading 20-13, to 13, looking to punch their ticket to the Division I championship game. It'd be their first trip to the finals since 1995 they hadn't won a playoff game since losing in that 1995 championship until last weekend when they dominated Goffstown in the quarterfinals a win today would also of course avenge a week one loss on this field to Bedford and well no matter who's going to be on the other side whether it's Exeter or North Merrimack would widely be considered the favorite in that championship game as well. Out of the timeout, here comes Merrimack. First and 10, the ball at the Bedford 26 yard line. Trying to perhaps blow this one open if they can get another score. Snap taken, back on the ground. Eichmann on a bounce play, trying to find the outside to the far side. And he's tackled and wrapped up pretty quickly along the edge, Jacob Grebson with the tackle. Yeah, the nose guard played off a double team, scraped down the left side of the line of scrimmage, took care of Eichmann. Great play by Gregson. Coach Stank not electing to use a timeout here and allow the clock to run down. We're at 210 and counting. Coach, you agree? I agree with this one right here. I think uh, after this play, you got to bang that timeout right away. Yeah, you get the stop here. Second and 10 from the 26. Ball in the far hash. Two receivers each side, snap taken, hand off to Neal. Daniel on a stretch near side, looking for the sideline, won't get it. Tackle by Lagerquist, inbounds, 
at about the 28, maybe the 29-yard line. It's actually a loss of a yard. And now Bedford, as you said, Coach, does call their second timeout to stop the clock. We're down to a minute 47. Merrimack leading 20-13. to 13. Wonder right there if Bedford had the presence of mind. They didn't, but to let him run out of bounds because it looked like he was headed all his momentum for the sideline. Now, that's what not to say that Tyler Daniel couldn't have slid down just before the sideline. Right. But, you know, that had been a heady play either way. Good stop by Bedford. That perimeter sideline to sideline running hasn't been that strong for Merrimack today. Mostly it's been the slots coming in motion and coming straight downhill, the Eichmans, the Daniels, and obviously the big fullback, Brody Kelly. Third down and interesting call, Nick, here. Third down and about 12. You know, do you leave it on the ground and let the clock run and force Bedford into the timeout game, or, you know, do you you trust your senior quarterback who's been a bit up and down today? He's thrown close to 50 passes. If if you're asking me that question, Coach, I would keep it on the the ground. Make Bedford use that third timeout. You've had a little bit of success between the tackles. But that being said, I probably expect Merrimack yeah. to put in Grassini's hands here and go ahead and throw. Let's see. Third and 12. Ball to Bedford, 28. Bulldogs need a stop down 20 to 13 with a minute 47 to go fourth quarter. <laughs> Snap taken, Grassini. Quick throw near side. Caught by Weiser. Inbounds along the sideline above the 22-yard line. Well short of the first down and Weiser hit out of bounds and that should be it right they forced a timeout because he got caught tackled inbounds oh, okay I thought he was I thought he might have been out of bounds yep timeout bet for the third and now a fourth down is going to face Merrimack it was third and 11 third and 12 I guess officially they got about half that there coach on a quick uh, quick strike to Weiser to set up fourth and six and the ball is going to be at the 22-yard line along the near hash. Again, Bedford now out of timeouts, and we're down to a minute 37 to go. Fourth quarter, 20-13 to 13 is the score in favor of Merrimack. And Coach Jackson just showing great, great confidence in his senior quarterback. You know, most, as you called it, I probably would have too. I would have, even though it was, uh, excuse me, third down and, and along, I would have probably run the football and... Here they go and throw a seven-yard pass and get them a manageable, now manageable, fourth and six. This is it for Bedford. They need a stop. Oh, they need it bad right here. Oh, they're done. Grissini checking with his lineman now aligns himself in the shotgun set. Two receivers each side. Bulldogs look like they're going to rush four. Crowd is alive to the near sideline. Snap taking Grassini on fourth and six. Throws deep down the far sideline and incomplete in the end zone. Double coverage looking for Daniil. Both Mumpini and Shabarik were there, and the Bulldogs stay alive. They needed the stop to get the football back. And with a minute 31, they're going to take over at their own 22-yard line, out of timeouts, and trailing Merrimack 20-13. to 13. But they, you know, the luxury for them... In terms of clock management in high school football, if you can move the chains, you get a temporary temporary stoppage of uh, clock. So that's what they're going to need. Two receivers each side, first and ten. Robert gets it out oh, quick. Nice it's caught by Green who rolls out of bounds at about the 31-yard line. Nice two-hand catch, Coach, and then a somersault out of bounds. Stop the clock. And now Merrimack is going to call a timeout. Here comes Coach Jackson, an animated Coach Jackson. <laughs> 
dressed in his shorts, his patented shorts. He's over there now talking to his guys in white, hoping the defense can shore up the holes. A minute 27 remaining fourth quarter, 20-13 to 13, Merrimack. That was a super throw right I'm sorry, a super catch by Liam Green. Just his, uh, what, first of the day, Coach? Second target, I right. believe. Certainly a kid that we expected to see the Rock a lot more this afternoon. But, hey, there's still time. Maybe we will on this drive. I'd say I like the four receivers they have out there right now. I really do. Yeah, Green, Green Hussein to the near side with Smith in the slot left. And the big target, Shabarek, wide to the far side left. Second down and two from the 30. Robert onto the shotgun. Quick throw right back to Green, right back near side, and he's right back with the catch and a first down. So Green, the senior, who led the Bulldogs in receiving this season, shut out through three and a half quarters, has both his catches here back-to-back on this drive. First down. Clock now continuing to roll Clock down moving. to a minute 15 and counting. Bedford, meanwhile, still not ready. Yeah, they were caught off guard. They thought that the clock had stopped. Two receivers each side. Snap taken by Robert. He has time. He throws back down the middle. Caught by Ooh. Green. Tiptoes at the 15. Steps out of bounds. Pick nice up a 14 footwork. and a first down for Bedford. Here come the Bulldogs. At one point, here in the fourth quarter, they trail 20-7. to they're down 20 to 13, but on the move with a fresh set of downs at midfield. They're moving the rock. They're in midfield. They're in a position now, you know, even if things went wrong for the next two plays, to have something at the end. Green with three straight catches as well. He's wide to the near side right. Snap taken by Robert. He's looking left. He throws left. He has Shabarik, who has it. He steps out of bounds. And only used six seconds. Shabarek with the, what, four-yard pickup? Place the ball at the 47-yard line of Merrimack. And we're down to a minute even. Immediately following the game, live reaction down on the field. Laura Stelchuk standing by. Three receivers right side. Bulldogs with a minute to go. Take a snap on second down and six. Quick throw, and it's knocked away incomplete. Danny Vanacek, the defensive back, got his left hand on it, dove at it, and knocked it away in front of the Merrimack bench. And Coach Jackson... Third and seven now officially coming for Bedford from the Merrimack, 47. And more important than anything right now for Bedford is to keep getting first downs. The clock, sure, that's your enemy, no doubt, but there's enough time. Right now, you've got two downs to make seven yards, and you got to get that done. 20 to 13, Merrimack, 56 seconds to go, fourth quarter. Crowd is awake. Snap taken by Robert, and now it's blown dead. They're going to blow it dead. What? They're going to blow it dead. They blew it dead. No play. Flag on the play. Robert kept running as if he didn't hear the whistle. Is this a t- That would be just tragic. What do we got? A false start. False start against Bedford. It'll cost the Bulldogs five yards. They're going to put, I think, a little bit of time maybe on the clock here. Yeah, they, they blew it dead right from the jump. It's got to go back to 56 seconds, I believe. Yep, there it is, there 56 it is. back on the board. But again, five yards of penalty. Yeah, it hurts. Yep, they're back in their own territory. They're on 48, now a third and 11 officially. Don't have to go for it all. you got to make it a manageable fourth down. Maybe get half of it right here. Two receivers each side, snap taken. Robert looking, looking, rolls out. Has to get rid of it. Back over the middle. Caught by Green. 40-yard line, first down. Tackled to the 38, slammed to the turf by Eichmann. 
Get him up Green. on the ball, boys. Get him on the ball. All four of his catches in the game have come on this drive. Clock set and running. 45 seconds. First and 10. Quick snap, quick throw, and Shabarek with another nice catch along the far sideline as he's out of bounds inside the 35 at about the 34-yard line. Pick up a four. Second and six coming. The officials blow the whistle. And there's an injured player, and that's Green. Wow. Liam Green, the go-to receiver, who has pulled in four catches on this drive. We just mentioned him. Down on his back in some pain. and well, Away the folks, from the play. Yeah, the, yeah complete could opposite be, side. Be. I don't want to speculate as a non-contact injury, but certainly away from the play, running his route. Well, he's sitting up. It's a good sign. It appears like he's out of breath. But I did not see it, and I'm not going to speculate further. He's just down speaking with the trainers provided by the Safe Sports Network. Ooh. Today, of course, the start of Youth Safety Week. And they're going to stretch out that right leg, it looks like, Coach. Let's, let's just hope it's a cramp. Let's hope. Yeah, they're kind of massaging now his left, his left calf, it looks like. Seen a couple different injuries today. Trying to get Green onto the field and onto his feet, off the field and on his feet. Yep. He's standing and is now going to hobble his way to the near sideline with the assistance of a few of his teammates. It comes with 42 seconds to go, fourth quarter. 20 to 13, Merrimack leading second down and six for Bedford from the Tomahawk 34 yard line. Two receivers each side. Merrimack rushes four. Robert throws Hussein. near side. Caught by Hussein at the 20. Tackled by Eichmann at about the 20-yard line. 30, Unbelievable. 36 seconds now. Clock momentarily frozen while they move the chains. Clock resumes. Snap taken by Robert. First and 10 from the 20. Into the end zone. Backside. Knocked oh. away by Weiser. Incomplete. A one-on-one -on -one jump ball. Weiser had the inside position on Shabarek and knocked it away with his left hand. Second down and 10 with 27 seconds to go. I, I thought it was an absolutely perfectly placed ball by Connor Robert. And, and I tell you, Weiser made a great play. Nice spiral too, Coach. He showed yes. off the arm, I he think, did. on that one. That's a long throw from this right hash mark all the way to the back left corner. So Connor Robert, the junior, trying to rally the troops. Bedford down two scores earlier. They trailed 20 to 13. Merrimack wants a stop. Second down and 10 from the 20-yard line of the Tomahawk. Snap taken by Bulldogs. Looking, looking, throwing far side. Shabrak with a catch. Ooh. Dropped immediately by Weiser. Rough tackle. Inbounds at the 16. Clock, Clock continuing running. to tick. We're down to 15. Down to 14. Bedford trying to scramble to the line. They're out of timeouts. Second down. Third down. Make it. Quick snap. Robert. Quick throw. Shabarek with a catch at the stick. <laughs> Tackled there by Weiser. Is that a first down? I think it is. I think it might be. They're going to close. It's close. They're going to measure it. And give it to him. First down, Bedford. Oh, Seven seconds plays. to go. Seven seconds. Two shots from the 10. Yeah. And he was out of bounds. So the clock is stopped until the snap. Merrimack with their blue and white faithful on their feet. Hoping for some revenge. Hoping for a championship ticket for the first time in 20 years. Bedford looking for their second trip to a D1 championship. Timeout. 
And a timeout Ox. is called by Merrimack. <laughs> Seven seconds to go. Coach Jackson, using his second timeout, wants to talk it over. Bulldogs hoping to get into the end zone and set up a chance to either tie the game with an extra point or, God help us, go for two <laughs> and win the thing walking away. How about this drive with yeah. no timeouts? Yep. Yep, and you're right. They a took minute over. And minute and change. And change. Yep. And they took over about their 22-yard line. Yep. And they've got it all the way down inside the red zone to the 10. Big part of that was Liam Green, the senior. Four catches on the drive and then suffered an apparent leg injury and is back on the field, coach. He's going to line up wide here to the near side. Hussein in the slot to the near side. That's the strong side. Left to right, Bedford, seven seconds, down seven. Snap taken by Robert. Looking, looking, throwing. Jump ball out of the back of the end zone, incomplete. Still three seconds to go. A lot of contact. They let it get. They let him play right there. Still three seconds left. Bulldogs hoping for a flag. Now a lot of the players here on the Bedford sideline down on one knee. Oh. I might be... get down on a knee. This is exciting. <laughs> this is it here. Last play on the way, barring a penalty. Last play of regulation, at least. A trip to the championship on the line. Twenty to thirteen, Merrimack, Bedford. From the 10-yard line, snap taken. Robert looking, looking, throwing over the middle. Tipped and incomplete. And here comes a flag. Oh, my. Here comes a flag. Bedford may have just drawn a Merrimack penalty. It could be pass interference. I think it is, and I think it's half the distance to the goal. No time up on the clock. Game cannot end on a defensive penalty. And there it is. Yep, pass interference against Merrimack. And the blue and white fans to our right, not happy. The Bulldog fans breathe a sigh of relief. They're going to get one more they play. One more shot. Ball is placed at the five-yard line. Bedford breaks the huddle. No time on the clock. 20-13, to 13, Merrimack. Two receivers each side. Robert the snap. Looking, throwing, far side for Schubert. He catches it. He's in the end zone. Touchdown, Bedford. Touchdown, Bedford! Shaverick! Within one! 20 to 19! They went to the big fella! Six foot four of them! He comes down with the rock! He's got him to within a point! Good coverage by Weiser on the play. It didn't matter. And now, the game tying extra point from Connor Crawley is on the way. The junior had one blocked earlier. Snap down, hold, kick high enough. Is it? And good. It's good. good. We're tied and going to overtime. The Bulldogs celebrate in mass here on the near sideline. Pandemonium in the crowd. It looks like a mosh pit on the Bedford side of the stands as we're going to overtime with the winner going on to Durham. Oh, my goodness. We're going four to score from the 10. Wow. Woo! I don't think you could have written a more thrilling ending to this highly anticipated rematch. It came down to the last play in week one. Bedford was able to hang on 24-20. to 20. Now we're tied at 20 and heading to overtime here with the winner going on to play in the Division I championship.
unbelievable. The three of us, for the better part of three quarters, <laughs> begged for Bedford to take to the air with Connor Robert. They finally did. They used their weapons. Yep. And look where they are right now, sitting in OT. Wow. 13 unanswered points by the Bulldogs all in this fourth quarter. After trailing 20-7 to in the early minutes of the fourth, the defense, which has been solid all day for Coach Stank, able to keep the Bulldogs in it. The offense led by Connor Robert and Noah Schaberick able to come down the field and score 88, no, 78-yard drive in under two minutes. Is it safe to say this joint is shaking? I can feel I it. I can feel it. Wow, yeah, what yeah. a drive. No timeouts. 78 yards. Yeah, the press box is shaking. <laughs> as we're on top here up on the roof, high above the field. Meanwhile, in Division Two, Plymouth has pulled off an upset. They have defeated, undefeated Wyndham. Extra point. Or was that a field goal blocked at the end? According to Pete Terrier, 20 to 18 the final. Yeah. Field goal blocked. And the oh, Bobcats, no strangers to championship football. They punched their ticket. Yep. I would know that they're no stranger to championship football. First championship appearance for Plymouth since the retirement of the Hall of Famer. Coach Lanahan. Chuck Lanahan, right. All right. Oh, I love look at Look at Coach Stank, Coach. Oh, he's Down on the sideline. He, he's juiced, but he's got a smile on his face. I think he's trying to keep his guys calm. Meanwhile, Noah Shabarik, who caught the touchdown to tie the game a moment ago, pumping his fist towards the crowd, trying to get them even more psyched up. The winner is going to face the Exeter Blue Hawks as they beat North in an overtime thriller, 23-20. to Imagine that, both semifinal games in Division One, needing extra sessions in 23-20 Exeter. Blue Hawks finish off North. Kind of a revival season for Coach Lorendi and the Titans. They finish the regular season at 7-2 and end up losing in overtime in the semifinals after beating BG in the quarters. But Exeter... After losing a year ago to Goffstown in the championship, is right back a game away from the title. And they are probably listening and watching now in anticipation of this one. Merrimack and Bedford going to overtime 20-20. to If you're just joining us, I'm Nick Anastas. I'm with Coach Mike Bellevue. Laura Stelchuk is on the sideline. Adam Buskey is here as well. We're in conjunction with the New Hampshire sports page, n8sportspage.com. You can check the video highlights there. Pete Terrier, John Testy up on the roof with us. and We're also streaming live video in conjunction with nsnsports.net. So a lot of ways to see and hear today's broadcast, both live and after the fact. And this one should be visited quickly after its conclusion, an instant classic is what they call that. And this game fits the bill. All right, the captains are at midfield. Bedford in black, Merrimack in white. Should say white and blue, Bedford in black and red. Okay, Bedford is going to head towards the shade, it looks like, Coach. That is 
the north end zone. Actually, the whole field is pretty much in the shade, but they're going to head left to right. And as you said, Coach, the, the overtime rules are similar to college football. Except for the, I think, except for the distance. Except for the distance. In college, they put it on the 25, if I'm not mistaken. And I believe here at the NHIA, it's four to score from the 10. Yep. So they're going to march it out to the 10. Bedford is going to get it first. And fresh off the touchdown. Going to keep that hot offense out on the field. First and goal from the 10-yard line, 20-20. to 20. An overtime special here as the sun sets in Bedford. Temperature dropping a little bit in the shade. Leahy is the back. Three receivers set. Robert fakes to Leahy, looks over the middle, throws to Shabara. Oh He's in the end zone. Touchdown, Bedford. Noah Shabarek. On the slant, his second touchdown in the last 10 minutes. <laughs> Unbelievable running a skinny slant from left to right. And look was at not to be denied, and he is pumped on the sideline. Yeah, he is. He just... The junior! He just slapped hands with all his teammates on the near sideline and then went over to the student section of the crowd waving his arms. Meanwhile, extra point is high and good by Connor Crowley. Here this place jumping now, Nick. It's rocking. Got the band playing. You got the Merrimack faithful trying to get their team to punch one in here and get this thing deadlocked. And Bedford, they're going crazy. Yeah. Press box is shaking. And the fans celebrating. That's now 20 unanswered by the Bulldogs since early in the fourth quarter. And now it's Justin Grissini and Merrimack's turn. They have to answer with a touchdown or the game is over. 27-20, first and goal from the 10. Four receivers, Eichmann in motion. They give it to him. It's a run up the middle. He's met in the hole. He's going to power his way down to about the six-yard line. I think he got four on the play. Met in the hole by who other than Spencer Adams. He's been... Ooh. Worthy of a game ball today for Bedford. A number of tackles from, from the Mike spot. 27-20. Second and Not goal the, from the sixth. Daniel on a run left side, and he's bottled up for a loss. He lost five right there. That ball may be back over the 11-yard line. Brian Tebow and company able to charge in. Looked like McDonald in on the stop as well, and here come the Bedford crowd. Channing defense. Oh, my goodness. What a turn of events. What a turn of events. I'm getting a little scared for our safety up here as we are rocking back and forth. Third down and goal from the nine. Grassini gets rid of it. It's low and incomplete. Looking for Daniil at about the two-yard line. And now Daniil is slow to get up. Looks like he was open, Coach. Grassini's throw was just He was falling away. He was falling away. And I now, didn't think there was that much pass rush. It's hard to talk over the Bedford fans right now, but I think he was falling away. Daniil was open on a, on a shallow cross. He might have been able to walk in. Now Daniil is hurt and on the sideline. Limped his way off, and now a timeout by Coach Jackson. There's Daniil down on his right knee and receiving attention from the training staff. Boy, that Ooh. kid has left it all on the field today for Merrimack win or lose. Absolutely. Kid has poured and played his heart out. 
He's been amazing on defense and certainly a big play maker on offense. Like to see him be able to get back on the field, and he just might be able to do that for uh, for this fourth down and nine overtime try for the Tomahawk. 27-20 Bedford, fourth down and goal from the nine. Merrimack facing elimination here in overtime after leading 20 to 13 with no time on the clock in the fourth quarter. A defensive pass interference gave Bedford one more shot. And they made the most of it from the five-yard line. Noah Shabarik with the touchdown with no time left in regulation. Then the first play in overtime, they go back to Shabarik, who scores again, putting Merrimack in a 27-20 hole. Fourth and goal from the nine. This is it. Bedford, if they can stop him, they go to the championship. Snap taken. Grassini, quick toss. Forced on. Knocked away by Shabarik. It's all over. The Bedford Bulldogs stay undefeated. And we'll head to the Division I Championship game for the second time in three seasons. What a come from behind effort by the Bulldogs who swarm each other at the 20-yard line. Unbelievable. Coach Hines out there in San Diego. You can probably hear this crowd as Coach Derek Stank and the Bedford Bulldogs have clawed their way back with 20 unanswered down the stretch. Winning it in overtime. Unreal is right. An instant classic here unfolding at Bedford High School. It is all over. The Bulldogs in overtime have defeated Merrimack 27-20 and ripped away the victory from Merrimack at the end of regulation to survive and advance, as they say usually in March. Exeter, also a winner in overtime out on the seacoast. So the matchup is set for next Saturday's championship Saturday in Division One at UNH in Durham. It will be Bedford and Exeter. Bulldogs lost to Pinkerton in 2014 in the championship, and Exeter lost to Goffstown in last year's final. So both teams, both programs, with a feeling of unfinished business. Meanwhile, if you're Merrimack coach, what a season. First of all, for Justin Grassini and that, that offense, 43 touchdown passes, but yeah, these kids, it's gonna take a while to get over. I think this one, and, we can tell by the early body language here from Merrimack. These kids are devastated. Yeah, they are devastated. They had this football game. They had to feel that way for 47 minutes. They had to feel that way that they own this football game. And I'll tell you what, it's going to take a hell of a long time for Merrimack to put this behind them. Yeah, a lot of slumped shoulders and hung heads right now as Coach Jackson gathers up his guys for the end of the year talk. Meanwhile, Bedford, they're still hugging and jumping and slapping and bumping over there. Heading towards the south end zone. They're going to regroup. Coach Stank and his staff are hugging the players. Laura Stelchuk, Adam Buskey down there on the field for us standing by. Hoping to get a word with Coach Stank, but that's going to be a couple minutes as as he's yet to address his team. Meanwhile, the fans are now starting to leave in droves, although a lot are sticking around as well, especially the students just soaking up the feeling and enjoying the come-from-behind victory. It looked grim there, Coach, for a minute. 
Bedford trailing 20 to 7 early in the fourth quarter. They came back to cut the lead in half and then inherited the ball after a fourth down stop with about oh, a minute and a half or so to go in the fourth quarter. They march 78 yards without a timeout. They get a pass interference call in the end zone with no time remaining, which extends the game by a play. They capitalize. They get in the end zone. They kick the extra point to tie it. We go to overtime at 20 apiece. First play in overtime, Noah Shabarik. They go After right tying the game in regulation, right? The they game. go right back to him on the far side of the field, and he's in the end zone. And then how about the defense? Four straight stops, including two runs from Merrimack on their possession in overtime. It does not pan out, and the Tomahawks fall to the Bulldogs 27-20 in overtime. I mean, at halftime, I practically had the Bulldogs counted down and out. They were inept offensively in the first half. They had about 75 total yards, and most of that was – on the ground between the quarterback and Nick Leahy. They really weren't getting it done. Coach Stank. But they is, got it done in the end. Coach Stank is just about set down on the field with Laura Stelchuk. Laura. Thank you, Nick. I'm here with Bedford's Coach Stank. What a upside. You guys were running behind the whole game, and then you just came out of nowhere and just crushed it. Yeah, the boys, they held in. You know, this group of seniors, the 24. My 15 starters, they have heart. They know how to play a full game. And you know what? Merrimack, a hell of a job. Hats off to them. They gave us everything and some that we could handle. Uh, but we were able to reverse the tables, move it down the field with short yard, uh, with short amount of time, and uh, score when we needed to. You're going to the playoffs. Are you excited? Yeah, we're excited to be heading to the States again. Congratulations and good luck next week at UNH. We'll see you there. All right, thank you. Thank you. It's Coach Stank, you can tell, Coach, he's emotional. Emotional is yeah, right, no trying to trying to taper his his joy here. Let it out by being a professional, and you know gave credit where it was due to Merrimack, and they'll be fighting for a championship next week, hoping for the first in school history. Remember, the school's not that old, less than a decade or so. Uh, I guess what about ten years ago? It was it was built. created, yeah, built, and now, well, they've. They've come close, but now they're right there. And Fourth trip, I believe, right? Yeah. We said D3, they played Portsmouth, they got throttled. Yep. D2, they played Winnicott in a close one. Yep. Over on the seacoast and lost. And I witnessed Pickerton really rock them Two a years couple ago. of years ago yep. at UNH. Yep. So this is their fourth trip, second back to UNH. Yep. Going to try to make their fourth one count right here. As is Exeter, try to avenge a bad loss to Goffstown last year. Yep. How about two games in Division One today, Nick, going OT, yeah. OT. Two overtime thrillers, and in Division Two, Wyndham lost. Oh. So that is a a headlined-filled day today for sure. And, of course, Chris Turk is back in the studio. He'll guide you through it with the Beals Insurance scoreboard, and we'll get reaction from elsewhere in the state as well. A lot to talk about, but... For us here on the ground, time to say goodbye. But first, some people to thank, including Bill Whitmore, the Bedford High Athletic Director, for getting us all cozy up here on the press box roof. My friends downstairs over at Bedford Community Television, Bill Jennings and, and company. And, of course, our friends, our new friends at nsnsports.net. Pleasure working with you guys today with the stream, doing a great job, coming all the way down from Vermont. To make sure that you can be cozy watching that one right on your computer screen. 
Also, highlights available, video highlights with the audio at nhsportspage.com. You can find it there. And, of course, a shout to the sponsors as well. The Bedford Ambulatory Surgical Centers, Apple Therapy, the New Hampshire Orthopedic Center, as well as Grove Rental, Tuscan Kitchen, and Nashua Marine as well. Of course, Beals Insurance Agency, who's been there from day one. And uh, I guess Quiznos Nashua deserves a shout-out as well for feeding the crew leading up to this week. All right, four, Adam Buskey, Laura Stelchuk, Pete Terrier, and John Testy, Coach Bellevue, I'm Nick this saying so long. 27-20, Bedford beats Merrimack in overtime. Let's go back to the studio with Chris the Turk. Chris. <laughs>